Ever wish you could completely eliminate your anxious feelings? Well, join me today on the show and that's exactly what we're going to look at together. Last week on the show, we looked at battling bad thoughts and I really hope that you enjoyed the meditation and more than hoping you enjoy it, I hope that it really helped you to get a sense of how you can get on top of and in charge of your thoughts and your thinking. But could you ever battle bad thoughts and win the entire war on thoughts and never have any more bad thoughts? Well, that's incredibly unlikely if we're being honest with each other. And similarly, anxiety is a natural response that kept your ancestors alive, just like the stress response. Worrying about things made it possible for a solution to the problem to appear in the minds of your ancestors, and it can help you too. But if you're just worrying, you're achieving nothing. And so anxiety is a useful chemical reaction, a physiological reaction, a psychological reaction to concerns that you're having that mobilize you to think about solutions. But if instead of mobilizing you, it locks you in some kind of analysis paralysis where you don't solve the problem and you make the problem worse by going over and over and over all the possible ways it could go bad for you, then hopefully you can see that you can win every battle, but you can't end the war and never have to talk to yourself differently ever again. It just wouldn't be reasonable to think that that could happen. And so rather than lying to you and telling you, yes, you can overcome anxiety once and for all and forever, the reality is you can overcome your irrational, excessive anxiety, but the word anxiety will still be appropriate for little anxieties that you have about, ooh, what should I have for dinner today? This or that, mm, I don't really know. One's healthy for me, the other's not. You know what? I'm gonna choose to eat this, is how you're gonna end that battle. And so you can eliminate the anxiety in every single battle by focusing on a solution, not the problem. But you will have to focus on the problem now and again to figure out you have a problem, Houston. If you don't realize you have a problem, how are you going to find a solution to that or spend any time pondering it with any seriousness? And so you will get from time to time little anxious feelings. But my hope from this podcast and my course, The ABCs of Anxiety, where we really will try to win the war on worry, is that you will see that these small battles accumulate to a more confident sense of self. When you've gotten through a few small anxious moments, you will be less in fear of being plagued with anxiety because you'll know, just like someone's scared of untangling their Christmas tree lights every year, if you can figure out how to unknot them and get all those little bulbs to light up, you won't be that worried about doing it again next season. And now, to make a fun point, mid-January, some people feel very anxious about saying the word Christmas and don't really realise that there isn't a single person on planet Earth that minds being wished Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Christmas, Happy Easter. It doesn't really matter what the good wish is that we have for someone else. It's just corporations like Carlton Cards, allegedly, fact checker, you can't prove this, that really didn't want to lose business to people that didn't celebrate Christmas. And so instead of making lots of different Christmas cards, they just convinced all of us to be really anxious about saying the word Christmas out loud to people of different ethnic and religious backgrounds. It's as if 
Carlton Cards started the war on Christmas and we're all really worried about it now, but to end that war forever, all we have to do is realize that good intentions and good wishes are good intentions and good wishes doesn't matter where I am, so unless I'm in some kind of Nazi satanic concentration camp, no one's going to get offended by being wished well. Stop worrying about that. Now what do you worry about that is unnecessary and if you really think about it, it's quite a ridiculous argument to be having with yourself, a little bit like that war on Christmas. Maybe you've convinced yourself that you can't go for a walk in the park because people will look at you weirdly and think terrible things about you and there's actually no evidence whatsoever that you have any idea what anyone's thinking inside of their head. Some grimaced expression or a look of concern at you could be someone trying to hold back gas so they don't accidentally shame themselves in public by having a natural response to digesting food in front of a human being. Yes, it's entirely possible that they're not really holding back gas, but you have no evidence to prove that they're actually harboring ill will or animosity towards you. But unless of course they tell you that, in which case don't wish them happy Christmas. Now, if you've defied my logic and have accidentally offended you by saying the words happy Christmas a few times in mid-January, then I'd be quite happy to hear from you to understand exactly why that's such an offensive thing to say to people. I'm quite a fan of having evidence to support any weird thoughts that I'm having, otherwise I just kind of put them out there and find out if they bash into anyone and bounce back to me with some evidence or information I can use to untangle and understand exactly how I upset people with the word Christmas. But anyway, we digress. You've probably got something you feel anxious about that's just as silly or just as difficult to prove. And that's exactly what I'd like to get you to try to do this week. Just like you were questioning your negative thoughts last week, I want you to see if you can find evidence, tangible evidence that other people would agree with that what you're afraid of doing is something you should be afraid of doing. Otherwise, you might just be making up this terrible story in your head as some kind of subterfuge to sabotage yourself with so that you think you're doing a good thing and remaining safe, where actually what you're doing is undermining your future and making your life particularly difficult to grow out of whatever stuck state you found yourself concretized into. Which brings me to my meditation for you for this week. The purpose of it is to try to get you to be really focused on ending the anxiety before it ramps up into something that's too big to stop. A little bit like a little rolling snowball that doesn't turn into a big rolling snow boulder, which could flatten your future. But as a snowball, you could just stop it in its tracks because it hasn't built up much momentum, hasn't gathered much speed, and it doesn't have that much force behind it. It's way easier to stop it before it builds up and then you'll eliminate it from happening and so in a moment only if it's safe and appropriate for you to imagine the world's come to a grinding halt completely dissociate yourself from waking reality and dive deep into a wormhole of your own thinking where you can grow to become a blah 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 yeah if it's safe and appropriate for you to do the meditation i invite you to join me if not come back do this later but please don't be irresponsible and don't abuse this help in a weird way, like doing it in the middle of driving your bus route with a hundred people in the back of the bus. Very dangerous, not recommended, please don't do it. But for everyone else, decide for yourself that you're going to take the next few minutes to just sit and get really grounded and really focused on something important for you to develop within yourself. Take a seat and with your feet firmly grounded on the floor, 
feel the support of the chair under your bottom and against your back and allow yourself to take a deep inhale and slowly, slowly, slowly exhale, relaxing your body as you breathe out. And again, take another deep inhale and decide to relax even more as you breathe out even more slowly, relaxing more and more as you just let go. Continuing to relax with each and every soft exhale, place your focus softly on these words and make them your words so that you can focus on your words for the next little while, knowing there's nothing needed from you and know where you need to be so you can just relax and continue to let go and simply listen and imagine imagine that there are roots growing from the soles of your feet digging comfortably into the earth under you imagine that those roots find their way into the soil and find a way to anchor themselves in so that you can feel a firm pull to the ground and this reminds you to feel sturdy and safe and present. Feel that grounding feeling move through your body and into the chair so that for a little while you just simply feel locked and safe and comfortable in the chair. Breathing softly, relaxing more and more with each and every soft exhale as you simply continue to let go. And as you feel this safety as you feel this calmness, I want you to imagine that you're able to feel very confident, very grounded, and very calm whenever you need to. And so pick a time in your future where you can imagine seeing yourself focus on your feet, breathing yourself into a solid, confident state of mind and a solid, confident state of being. See yourself reminding yourself of positive affirmations that you've prepared, statements that you make about yourself that you'd love to believe are true and very well could be. With enough practice, these statements can influence your neurology. Simply sit and watch in your mind now as you get a sense of the things that you can tell yourself that help you feel more confident help you feel more secure, help you feel more grounded and present in the future. And then simply take a deep breath and let that fall from your mind as you just simply let yourself go deeper and deeper within you. Paying attention. You simply relaxing now. And maybe you can recall the time that you can anticipate happening in the not too distant future where being able to feel confident and grounded would be useful for you. And as you see yourself, what are the signs that you're becoming anxious in the future? A tension in the hands, a heavy breathing, a shortness of breathing, a feeling of clamminess or coldness, a dizzy feeling in your mind a swirling in your stomach or a tightness in your chest, where do you tend to first feel that evidence of anxiety? And imagine that evidence appearing in that future you, being squashed, squished or washed away by that confidence, washed away by that grounding. Help yourself 
Remember the things that you can say that make you feel solid and secure so that you simply practice focusing on that and let go of those other thoughts that you don't need. And because you don't need those other thoughts, this becomes your habit to simply notice sooner and sooner and sooner that some unconscious thinking has led you to feel a little bit anxious. And so rather than letting that run its merry dance on you, you simply stop it, ground yourself, take a deep and cleansing breath and focus your attention on what helps you, what makes you feel more confident, what reminds you that you got this, that you're fine, that you are safe and that you can remain in control. And practice doing that in your mind for a moment or two longer. Imagining that sense of groundedness, that sense of security, those things you think that make you feel good and confident about you and what's going to happen. And then see yourself reminding those things to you in moments that have typically in the past led to anxiety, but you're changing the past into the future simply by focusing positively with intention in a way that seems reasonable and is possible, even practical and likely to happen. The more you imagine changing your behavior in the future, the more that can change the future that you're going to be living. A different future, a more confident future, a future you can be happy and proud of. A future where you've basically eliminated anxiety simply by believing in yourself and taking actionable steps that actually work to help you, not hurt you, help you with positivity, help you with assurance, and help you confidently step into your future. And with that said, in a moment, I'll invite you back to consensual waking reality. Just take a moment to ponder what you've learned and allow yourself to make decisions or declarations about what you'll do differently going forwards. And then simply begin to breathe your way back to now, feeling your fingers and toes, energizing your brain and body with deeper and more effortful breathing as you animate yourself, moving your hands and feet, opening your eyes to now and simply sitting and marinating in this feeling of confidence helping you remember what you'll do next. And I'll see you next week, when together we're going to be looking at becoming better together. Have a fantastic week. Like, love and share the show. It feels absolutely fantastic to read your comments, so it'd be lovely to hear back from you about anything that's helping you. This is your life you're living, and I'm here to help you make it the best life possible for the best you possible. See you next week, and stay confident. Wednesday